0: what? Did you hear that? I haven't. We're in a basement. Things can get creepy. There's a lot of strange noises.
1: No, I just heard a sound outside. I swear.
0: Maybe it was a spricket.
1: Oh shit! I forgot about those. I saw
0: a spricket today. Really? Yep. It's in my garage. Did you kill it? It. No, those ninja freaking sprickets hop, freaking. I don't know. You can't chase it. Like it just. It's too fast. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, we are back with Basement Banter. This is Bear.
0: And Lolo. There Uh, has been a long hiatus due to a lot of personal events that have occurred in our lives in the past couple of months.
1: A lot of busyness has happened.
0: So much busyness. It's almost the end of a semester at school, so I've been busy with that have to get grades in at a certain time, and... Right. I'm so behind in grading, it's not even funny. I'm um, I'm jealous of you because you don't really have to grade.
1: Yeah, I don't have to do any of that.
0: But you have a lot of paperwork, right?
1: No, I have zero paperwork.
0: Gosh, I hate you. I'm so jealous.
1: Actually, I do have a little bit of paperwork right now. I started doing um Homebound, which, for those of you who don't know what that is, um, we've got a kid who's suspended right now, and I go and meet him at the public library, and... I deliver work from his teachers so that he can graduate.
0: You know, I have a homebound student, not one that I work with personally.
1: But you send the work to him.
0: I do send the work to them. And I honestly have a hard time keeping up with that because I need to come up with a system of what have I already sent home with her? What has she not turned into me yet? Yeah. Because I get it at different times than my other kids, you know? It's just kind of... At her own leisure i mean she's she seems really smart, but I feel like I could grade her stuff better almost if I like knew her personally or have met her before
1: you you've never met her before I've
0: never met her
1: hmm.
0: no she has never actually been in my class like she oh. can't come to school for i don't know certain issues <laughs> that she has, so she's just been homebound all year,
1: yeah. So I've started doing homebound after school, two to three days a week. I also recently just started a new job. Yes. Finally done with the old Sheridans.
0: Also humble brag of one of my good friends here, um, Bear won a prestigious award at his school because he is an amazing para. Slow clap. Congrats.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, Yeah, it's called the Jaguar Excellence Award. It's given out every month, and I received it for the month of October.
0: And he's trying to be modest right now, but really what he wants to say is, I'm badass.
1: I'm just doing my job.
0: He's going above and beyond, so he deserved it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So, yeah, we've both been super busy, and I swear every time we're, like, we're going to meet up on this day at this time, one of us has something come up, and it's just... Mostly her. Uh Uh-huh, right. (laughs) i had to because of homebound or meetings after school or just other things going on it's just been insane but we're here now
1: yeah we've had a lot of stuff come up that we didn't really anticipate coming up when we first started doing this podcast
0: that's true i think we i think we've realized that our big hopes and dreams for the podcast will be well, they will happen, but and just not as big, <laughs> not as quickly as we anticipated.
1: We have high expectations for this podcast.
0: We really do, we so. do, and it will happen.
1: So, um, one of the things we wanted to open up with today is kind of a discussion I've been having at school. Um, I helped sponsor a the Walking Dead club, if you can believe it, nerd. We totally nerd out about it, and it's awesome. If you guys watch The Walking Dead, please feel free to tweet me or mention me or however you got to go about it on the internets, and we can talk <laughs> about The Walking Dead because I nerd out on it.
0: I, you know, I watched The Walking Dead from season one up until the last season, and I don't know if it's just because I've gotten too busy and I'm an old lady and go to bed like around eight. That's when it starts. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get caught up.
1: Yeah, you do. And what we do at The Walking Dead Club is we kind of break it down like you would any other piece of literature. Uh, we talk about some of the themes that run throughout the show. Um, we talk about character development. That's how we've been able to turn it into an academic club.
0: That's pretty cool. At and first, I was going to say that's kind of stretching it, but it really isn't because it did come from a graphic novel. And I there promise. are a ton of themes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. You didn't tell me about that. You told me you did have a Walking Dead club, but I didn't know the things that you discussed. Well,
1: you didn't ask. Anyway. so
0: Gosh, I feel like it's, let's fuck with Lauren during the podcast day or something.
1: Isn't that what we do every time? Yes, it is. Okay. So, one of the things, if you watch The Walking Dead, you know now, spoiler alert, that there are two camps that have kind of been we've been following through season three. We have the governor's camp and we have Rick's camp.
0: Hello, Governor. <laughs> Sorry.
1: And one of the topics that came up during our club was kind of, you know, truth versus happiness. Um when you look at the governor's camp, he makes everything kind of look like everything's all hunky dory, right? But then you've got Rick's camp who there's really no bullshitting what's going on. But it's truthful. It's all up front, right?
0: And people seem less happy, maybe, in Rick's camp?
1: Well, I guess that's an argument you could make. But the point being, is truth or happiness better than the other? And which one do you prefer? Let's say you don't know the truth about something. Something's kind of going on, but everything seems happy on the outside. And everything's happy as it's going. You know, they kind of say that ignorance is bliss, right?
0: Right. I feel like you know, I I kind of have been thinking about this too since you told me your idea on this topic. And is every time I think about it, I almost think of like the word denial keeps coming up. Like do you kind of put that into the same category
1: as the happiness one?
0: Like Are are we talking about you you know the truth, and you just kind of act like everything's okay on the outside, or you ignore it, even though or, you might have a gut feeling about it?
1: Maybe, or you just don't care to know the truth, because you are happy, quote unquote.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, maybe there is more to learn about your situation, and you just don't care to, because you're happy where you're at?
0: Right, but I think I'm one of those, I'm the kind of person where I think it would kind of, constantly nag at me almost like I know yeah I I might be happy but if I if I have a feeling I don't know I kind of feel like I would have an instinct like maybe there's more to it and then I would want to know what that is I'm that type of person but I can say that personally I have been in situations where not just I don't know in different types of relationships in my life where I might know that there's more to it and I just kind of avoid it. And I feel like in the long run, that just made me unhappy.
1: I had brought this question up to a colleague of mine at Blue Spring South and a former professor of Lauren and I's. Um, And he said something that was pretty interesting. He said that he would rather live An ugly truth and a pretty lie.
0: I think I would too. Why? I just feel like... I just feel like I'm that... It's just who I am. Like, I don't want to be ignorant when it comes to things, you know? And I think the way... If you would have asked me this a few years ago when I was younger, my...
1: Oh, you you were younger a few years ago?
0: (laughs) Shut up, Bear. I freaking hate you. Um you know we all we all kind of lose our ignorance as we get older. So if you would have asked me this a few years ago, I would have been like, yeah, I w- I would rather live the pretty truth. Um but just from personal experiences that I've had since then, I would rather know what's going on. I just I that's just the type of person I am. And there are certain Truths, I think, that can that you can learn from so that you really don't have to live that way like just kind of in denial or ignoring certain things to be happy. Because, are you truly happy if you know if you have a certain inkling that something is going on? I mean, you can't avoid it forever,
1: yeah. Is true. Well, let's say you are happier, though. I mean, I guess what I kind of want to do is out. Like, kind of weigh the options. Yeah, contrast the two. If you're living in the pretty lie, things are only as good as they seem on the surface, correct? Right. And I guess it would just come down to you being okay with that. Are you okay with that? Could you be okay with that? No. Because then, with the ugly truth,
0: (sniffs) comes all the turmoil that goes along with that.
1: Yeah, but at the end, I guess you can say, well, at least I know the truth now. Now, is that worth more than being happy on the surface?
0: I think so, because I think in the long run, like knowing the truth about something, even if it's something devastating and it hurts you, I would use that, you know, for future experiences to to learn from that and know what to look for and know how to be happy and know the truth at the same time. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> sorry, I was kind
1: of staring off for a second. Yeah,
0: Bear just like, <laughs> I must be boring because I was rambling on just now and I see him like- turn- I wasn't
1: boring. I was checking He's turning on the his computer. head and
0: like looking at the computer.
1: I was checking some levels. I'm sorry. So- But I'm sure whatever you said was just awesome. I
0: just think that um, <laughs> <laughs> I have been learning from certain things in my life that I didn't know the truth about even though I did have an inkling that something wasn't right. And to be honest, no, can I Can I stop you for a second? Yeah.
1: Are you, you're talking about a relationship, correct?
0: Okay. So not just, you know, one relationship. I've, I've experienced it in friendships, personal relationships and things like that. And I think honestly, a lot of people go through life and at, doing this at some point in time, not just with relationships, but maybe with their careers or something like that. Like, everything seems okay on the surface, and maybe they really aren't truly happy deep down, but they do a good job of covering that up.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I mean, I can understand that.
0: But, I mean, if you're okay with just that pretty surface, then... Good for you. I'm just not the type of person that would be able to do that cuz I think it would surface at some point. Y- you know, you just can't deny it. Right. I don't know. Have you ever experienced this?
1: Um yeah, I think I mean I think everyone has. Um I think there've definitely been times in my life where <clears throat> I kind of lied to myself thinking something was better than what it was. And for some reason, I wanted to keep going for that instead of just stopping and looking at what it really was, and:
0: Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point when you say like lying to yourself," because I think I've done that. And I think people do a really awesome job of talking themselves in or out of something, uh-huh, you know, and if you constantly remind yourself and kind of tell yourself those lies, then you start to believe it at uh-huh. a certain point in time. But what do some of your kids say about this? I'm interested to hear what some of them had to say.
1: You know, I'd say most of them would rather know the truth. They think that is better. But there are a couple kids that are like, you know, if... Because here's the thing about The Walking Dead. In the governor's camp, where that's going to represent our happiness um, part. He provides them with water and food, and they have parties, and they... They laugh, they drink, they have fun. Um, It's the closest thing to regular civilization that they have at this point, whereas Rick's group doesn't have that. But they're also not lying to each other. (laughs) Right. In the post-zombie apocalypse.
0: But, you know, I feel like things are going to go batshit crazy when they start learning the truth, if they do. And here's Uh the thing. This kind of puts a different spin on it. Things would be different if you... Would never learn the truth, or can't ever learn the truth for whatever reason. But I think most people are instinctual enough to know if something is going on. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, that's an interesting interesting topic, and we'd like to hear what some of you have to say about it if you want to join in on our conversation. You can tweet at us at basement banter One and let us know which you would prefer.
1: And kind of just, I mean, just explain to us like what we kind of did here. I mean, I think there's pros and cons of both sides, but which one outweighs the other, in your opinion? So let us know.
0: At Basement Banter One.
1: All right. Um, she's going to bring up some of our hypothetical questions that we've been doing on these shows. Yeah, and We're going to run through a couple of them today.
0: We, <laughs> at the beginning, when we were setting up Literally spent like 15, 20 minutes just messing around with the mics, and I was just going through a bunch of these hypothetical questions and thinking about how weird they are. There are a couple that um, I just randomly read that are kind of funny that we would like to get your opinion on, and I personally enjoy hearing bears' responses to these. So,
1: Why Um, do you think they're funny or something?
0: They are funny. Sorry, I still have a cold that I'm getting over. Okay. So, the first one is the Dream VCR.
1: Ooh, good one.
0: <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. That's what she said. Okay. At long last, someone oh, invents the Dream VCR. This machine allows you to tape an entire evening's worth of your own dreams, which you can then watch at your leisure. However, the inventor of the Dream VCR will only allow you to use this device if you agree to a strange agreement. When you watch your dreams, you must do so with your family and your closest friends in the same room. They get to watch your dreams along with you. And if you don't agree to this, you can't use the Dream VCR. Would you still do this?
1: Okay, so let's break this down. You get to watch your dreams on a Dream VCR, but you only get to do it if your closest friends and your parents and family are in the room watching it with you. Yeah. That's the the only way. Yeah. Yeah, no. I agree. I'm not doing that. I have
0: some really messed up dreams, you guys.
1: Well, don't... Okay. (laughs) Don't we all, though?
0: We do. We do. This is interesting, actually. I didn't choose this because of this. I just now remembered. Um, Oh, God. Which is kind of weird, because that's usually how I remember my dreams, too. Just, like, in the middle of the day, something reminds me of it. But I was talking to a friend this morning, and he told me about a strange dream that he had. And he's like, it kind of bothered me, and I don't know why I had this dream. So I feel like that a lot, too. Like something throughout the day just sparks my memory, and I remember the dream I had the night before or a couple nights ago, and I'm like, what in the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like, honestly.
1: Well, um, I mean, I guess some of that stuff just kind of stems from unconscious thoughts, like, I don't know what kind of dream you had, but...
0: I have really messed up dreams, but I... I don't know. I don't think... I think I would be humiliated if my friends and closest family.
1: You know, I'm not so much worried about my friends. I'm worried about my, especially my mom.
0: Oh, would your mom be a little upset at some of the things you dream about? I think she might be. My mic keeps falling. Um. Yeah, I. I agree. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I think I would. I don't know. But then there's some, like, amazing dreams I have where when you wake up, you're like, I wish I didn't wake up and I could just continue that dream.
1: Yeah. But that's not worth my family and friends watching the other stuff. <laughs> what are you it's dreaming about, it? Bear?
0: What are you dreaming about?
1: I mean, I don't know. There's some dreams you don't even remember. So what? who knows what kind of images are floating through there? I mean, yeah, <laughs> there could be some really awesome stuff, but...
0: I need some dream interpreters also- because... This is kind of off the point, but I I have a recurring dream, Uh and I have a fear of bridges because of this dream. I always have this dream, maybe like once or twice a month, where I'm crossing a bridge. I'm either walking, or I'm on a bike, or I'm in my car, and something always happens to where I die on a bridge. You die. Either the bridge like collapses, or there's a car accident on a bridge that I'm involved in. I always... In this dream, I always die, and it is on a bridge.
1: Maybe you're afraid of taking chances.
0: Maybe. Did you get that from, like, some sort of dream interpretation book? or? No, I just made that up. Oh, okay. Well, if there is anyone who is an expert, like a true expert, not just Bear.
1: I'm an expert.
0: <laughs> Tell me what kind you of. think that means. Uh, or else you're going to feel really, really bad someday when you see on the news that I have died on a bridge.
1: So now you're putting it in their hands. Yep. All right, guys. You hear that? Unless you <laughs> want this podcast to end, we need answers.
0: We do need answers. We also need answers about why my mic keeps falling down.
1: Uh, I got the answer to that. It's because you put it together.
0: Okay. Anyways, we both agree that we would not want to watch <laughs> our dreams in front of our closest friends. and our... I wouldn't mind with my friends either, but I think...
1: I could really care less what my friends think they maybe my I'm family would
0: probably disown me if they knew some of the dreams that I had but honestly I feel like everybody has some sort of jacked up dreams like I don't know Bear is fixing my microphone right now um, let us know what you would do tweet at us would you want to watch your dreams in front of your family with your family And I'm gonna move on to the next hypothetical let's do it this one's weird but they're all weird That's the point. A total stranger picks a fight with you in a bar. This stranger is exactly your size and weight. You have done nothing to this individual to warrant such animosity, but the stranger really wants to fight you. And to make (laughs) matters weirder, this stranger wants to fight you on the moon. And this is somehow possible. You and this stranger will be transported to the surface of the moon, outfitted in ultra-thin and very comfortable spacesuits, and rigged with lightweight oxygen tanks. Probably made by,
1: like, Adidas.
0: (laughs) You will then be expected to fight for ten three-minute rounds. You can't use weapons, there are no rules, and you cannot quit. Wait, Um... hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. Isn't no weapons a rule? (laughs) Why are you I, I, really, bear? That's what it. That's what it reads on the card. I'm sorry. You can't use weapons. I'm just, sti- I'm just.
0: There are no rules, and you cannot quit unless you or your opponent are knocked unconscious.
1: Okay, so there are two rules.
0: <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Do you accept this challenge? And if yes, what is your moon fighting strategy?
1: Wait. So you can deny fighting this guy on the moon. You don't have to accept the challenge. Uh. Yeah, because you said do you accept this challenge and if you do yeah
0: you do have the choice not not to fight but if you get a chance to go to the moon I think it'd be worth it is that weird of me to say like I want to go to the moon like if and that's if, your
1: only chance of ever going to the moon you have to fight this I mean guy. it doesn't
0: say anything about that but if that is my only chance to go to the moon hell yeah I would do it see it's not my fault my mic is just jacked we're fixing the microphone again um. and what is my moon fighting strategy so is this gonna is this individual the same sex as me is it gonna be another chick that's my size and weight can it be a guy I don't know how that makes it any different but whatever um, I think I would accept this challenge just so that I can say that I have fought on the moon's surface I'm not really sure what my moon fighting strategy is yet, but I'm going to give that some thought.
1: Hmm. You know, I'm not really a fighting person, so it's like I don't.
0: But if you get to go to the moon.
1: (sighs) Okay. Well, I don't know this guy. He's a stranger. There's no weapons except for my guns. Oh, my gosh. I'm flexing right now in case you can't see. They can't.
0: They can't see your guns. You can see my guns. I'm not looking at you right now.
1: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <clears throat> okay, just for argument's sake, yeah, I'll go to the moon, I'll fight this guy. What's my strategy?
0: What did you say earlier?
1: I said bicycle kicks. <laughs> because there's no gravity. Well, there is some gravity on the moon, but there's not a lot of gravity. No. So I can jump real high. Okay, here's the thing, though. Think about this fight.
0: Do you know, is there like... Can I finish my sentence, Sorry. Please? Is that okay with you? I'm bad with interrupting. Continue. Proceed. (laughs) Sorry. There's Um, not much gravity on the moon.
1: Yeah. So there's, it would be like slow motion fighting. It wouldn't be really a fight. You'd just be like trying to hit somebody and be going real slow because there's hardly any gravity.
0: I feel like I would like make friends with this person and then we would just end up playing on the moon.
1: That's not an option. You have to fight the guy or girl.
0: I don't know, but this sounds like it'd be a cool video game.
1: Yeah. It would. Let's get on that.
0: Moon Fighters.
1: Moon Fighters. Yeah. There we uh, go. We just create a I video would, game. I
0: would accept the challenge. I don't know what my strategy would be. Do you have to fight to the
1: death? You have to fight until no one, the other person can't fight You anymore. can't quit
0: unless you or your opponent are knocked unconscious. But you can't use weapons. Okay. Um you do have lightweight oxygen tanks. Could you use that as a weapon? Would that be considered a weapon? Yeah, probably. Oh, you know what I would do? I would somehow try to rip a hole in the ultra thin spacesuit.
1: Dude, you're just going to straight kill this person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's taking it to another <laughs> level.
0: Really though, this would be a badass video game.
1: Yeah. So me and you would both fight these people on the moon. And we would somehow try to cheat and kill them. We're awful. Yeah. Well, I think we both kind of said in the beginning we wouldn't want to fight anyway, but if we're going to fight, we're going to win, so we're going to kill I them. I mean,
0: obvs. Like, we would beat their asses. Right. Because you have such big guns.
1: Yeah. And they are not weapons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got another one?
0: Um. Yeah, I'll do one more.
1: Guys, are you going to fight this guy in the moon? Let us know.
0: I mean, you have the option to go to the moon. Okay, I just randomly chose this, and I have no idea what it says. But the first sentence is amazing.
1: Okay, the back of that card says the price of sex appeal. So, I'm looking forward to it. Well, listen
0: to this. You meet a wizard in downtown Chicago. Oh, shit. The wizard tells you he can make you more attractive if you pay him money. When you ask how this process works, the wizard points to a random person on the street. You look at this random stranger. The wizard says, I will now make him $1 more attractive. He waves his magic wand. This person does not change at all. As far as you can tell, nothing is different. But somehow, this person is suddenly a little more appealing. The tangible difference is invisible to the naked eye. But you can't deny that this person is vaguely sexier. The wizard Mm. has a weird rule, though. You can only pay him once. You can't keep giving him money until you're satisfied. You can only pay him in one lump sum. How much cash do you give the wizard?
1: Ooh, you go first.
0: Oh, no, I went first last time. I need to think about this.
1: Since I've read this, I guess I'll go first. Wait, kind of so $1 this.
0: didn't change the person Like to the naked eye? You couldn't tell a difference, but you were attracted to them a little bit more? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, I ahead. mean, it's
1: sexy it just is like sexual appeal, just skin deep. I mean, it's got to deal Good with point. other factors, too. Good point. So, I mean, a dollar did do a little something, but you couldn't really tell. So, I guess how much money are you willing to spend? I mean.
0: I mean, this is hard because I feel like I could go buy a sexy p- pair of pumps or something. and What are pumps? Like high heels.
1: Oh. Sorry.
0: I don't know. And I'm poor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, just for argument's sake, let's say he stays around Chicago for a while. You can save up some money. (laughs) If you so want to. (laughs) And, you Um, know, how much are you willing to spend to make yourself more sexy?
0: Well, if a dollar somehow made this person more appealing and it's only a dollar.
1: Okay, so how much do you think a $100 would do?
0: I was gonna say I'd probably give the wizard a 100 bones. A 100? Yeah.
1: That's gotta do a, a decent amount of uh, sexiness upgrade, right? Right. So...
0: I'd do a $100 100? because then I'd still have a little bit of money left over for those sexy pair of high heels.
1: Yeah, there you go. Then compromise, you're twice as sexy.
0: compromise, how much would you spend?
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I was gonna say a minute ago, like we're not bad looking people, I think I don't <laughs> know if we have to spend that much, you know, I mean I, maybe it's just me being cocky, I guess, but I don't know if I would even spend a hundred dollars like we're
0: not bad looking people, but we aren't super attractive
1: well. I think I'm pretty super attractive.
0: Yeah, he's still kissing his guns. <laughs> <laughs> I would spend a hundred no, I would spend a hundred dollars.
1: A hundred dollars. Yeah. That's fair. I feel like that's, that's affordable
0: amount. with my teacher salary and I can still go buy some shoes, so
1: I'm gonna one up you and say a hundred and one dollars.
0: Oh I hate you. Shut up.
1: Price is right style.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one upper. Okay, we no, want but- to know how much would you guys spend. Let us know. Those of you who make more money than me,
1: or me. Actually, my new job, I start making commission, so I'll see how much that commission check is, and then I'll see how much money I'm willing to spend. Yeah, maybe I'll just become assuming super the wizard
0: se- is just hanging out in the Chicago streets for a while.
1: Yeah, we'll say forever. I'll go down there <laughs> with five hundred dollars, and I will be the sexiest man ever.
0: He will be the sexiest ginger ever. <laughs> whoa.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: We should have named our podcast Two Gingers in a Basement.
1: You're not a ginger.
0: I don't have freckles, so that's good. Neither do I. Is that... Do, ginger- do you even have
1: naturally red hair, like me? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, it's not... It's a different color red than yours.
1: Bullshit. I want a picture.
0: I will show you pictures.
1: Like of your natural hair.
0: Okay. I might have to, like, go home and find some, but I will. Yeah, that's
1: what I I want you to find one. Okay, I will. And then we'll put it on the website.
0: Okay, sounds good. I think we should put our baby pictures on the website.
1: I've got some. Little
0: ginger babies.
1: Oh, dude. Yeah, I got some.
0: Okay. I don't know how we got on this topic, but anyways, we want to know how much you would spend, and there's this wizard will always be in Chicago, so... But then, would you really want to. Never mind. I'm getting too. Never mind.
1: Well, I, just I mean, keep here's the thing. You could thoughts. spend. Just find an amount you're w- willing to spend, and then just, you know, you'd spend it. <laughs> because you're going to. I mean, only good could come out of it. Right. I guess. I, mean, I, it... I was going to any... say. Hold on, hold on. Can anything bad come out of being more sexy?
0: You could get a bad attitude. I know a lot of people that are freaking hot and sexy and they know that people would like jump their bones at any second, but they have the worst attitude ever. Like mm-hmm. their arrogance kind of ruins that. So I think that is something negative that could come from it.
1: So I guess you don't want to become too sexy. Just a little no, bit I more mean, sexy No I mean I do
0: want to be really sexy but I don't think I would get a bad attitude hopefully.
1: Well you probably would, right because everyone else does.
0: I mean The only way that I would get, like, super arrogant is if Ryan Gosling wanted to have sex with me.
1: Ryan Gosling.
0: My boyfriend.
1: (laughs) You and everyone else, man. (laughs) I don't know. So we got to save some more questions for next time? Yes, definitely.
0: Hopefully we will not be another three months until our next podcast. But we do have a winter break coming up, so that's good.
1: So we'll probably do like a 100 podcasts.:
0: Yeah. And no, we, we do won't. still have some, um, like we told you guys last time, some soul pancake things to do. And yeah. I've been yes. kind of taking a little break from <clears throat> this is my fault, from Twitter, so I haven't been as good of updating things about soul pancake and asking some soul pancake questions. Um, but I'll I'll be back. I'll start tweeting from our account again. I just... Have you ever felt like you just really need a break from social media?
1: Um... Do you no. ever
0: get tired of it? Well... You're on Facebook. I'm not. Like, don't okay. you ever get tired of Facebook?
1: Well, I think I'm on Facebook just as much as I'm on Twitter, which, I mean, I think I read it a lot more than I participate in it. Yeah. Which I guess you can consider reading, participating, but... I don't post a whole lot. I just read.
0: Hmm. You're a reader. Yes. Um, yeah, I can see that, but I don't know. I just needed a break. And some of the things that like, I knew that it was getting bad and that it was a habit. I needed to kick when some of the things I was reading was like really upsetting me or I was getting like emotionally invested in some things.
1: Oh, shit! And it's,
0: it's Twitter, you know, like, yeah, I shouldn't feel that way. So I just needed a little bit of a break from it. And I just needed to reevaluate things and know that I shouldn't be as invested in it as I was. Yeah. And I shouldn't really care too much about what is being said on Twitter.
1: See, here's something funny I got to bring up now <clears throat> Now that you said that. Um,
0: yeah, I heard you say no shit under your breath.
1: I said, oh, shit. But oh. OK. OK. Um, <clears throat> It's so funny how invested some people get into social media and you know over the past couple of months i've defriended or unfollowed a lot of people that i just don't care to read about yeah it gets so upset it's i don't know i think it's funny like how okay if we're not friends in real life why do you care so much for friends on social media
0: right
1: like who cares
0: i think i don't know
1: And it's not even like, okay.
0: I think I'm I'm not guilty of like being upset if people unfollow me or don't follow me or something. But I do think that some people and I'm guilty of this myself might use it social media as like a way of validation almost like it got to a point where Mm -hmm. I was tweeting so often and like people would notice if I wasn't. And they'd be like, "Where have you been?" And I miss your tweets or whatever. And that made me feel good about myself. So I think, like, yeah. I think some people are like, "Oh, I have to have so many followers or friends or whatever." But it is really stupid.
1: Okay, that I can almost understand more so. But I'm talking about like, okay, let's say, well, I guess for me and you, it's a little different. But I was gonna say, like, what if I just stopped following you one day? Would you? <laughs> I don't know. You can't
0: use this in, as an example. Of course I'd be upset. I'd okay. be like, Bear, what the fuck?
1: Okay, Why... but <laughs> I guess a more uh, prudent example would be like exes. Oh. Like, if you're just done with somebody and you don't really care to see their stuff, like, what, what is it? Like, if you just unfollow somebody, like, you guys are done anyway. And I'm not just talking about personally. I've seen this with other people, too. Like, people get so upset. When they're like, why'd you stop following me? Or, why'd you unfriend me? Are we not friends anymore?
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) And I've even seen that with just, like, friends. Like, someone you may have, like, I don't know, liked for a while or something, and then it didn't work out. So you're just like, all right, well, I'm tired of seeing your shit in my feed, so I'm just going to get rid of it. And, of course, you can, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Sorry. I'm so bad with
0: interrupting you guys. Bears getting pissed.
1: Dude, I'm getting so pissed. (laughs) Because I have guys in my band who do this to me all the time. Jesse. Oh,
0: you just name dropped. (laughs) That's okay, though, because I don't know Jesse, but he did get mad at me for sitting on his couch. So go ahead and name drop all you want.
1: Yeah, as long as it's Jesse. Jesse. We love Jesse.
0: I guess I love Jesse too.
1: Yeah. You're sitting on our couch. Anyway, back to my point, though. I mean, I I guess I just don't understand, like, you know, especially if these people still have, like, your number and stuff. If they don't ever call you or text you or have any sort of contact with you, but as soon as you unfriend them, shit hits the fan. That drives me insane.
0: Yeah, that is kind of weird. I've never really experienced this personally, but... Um, I have. I think there's different reasons that people, maybe exes, would, like, unfollow you or whatever. Like, maybe you do still get upset if you see things in your feed or, like, the worst, probably, and I've had some friends, like, vent to me about this, is if you have an ex and they're, like, tweeting or whatever it's called on Facebook, posting things about their new boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> like. And then if they still get mad at you for unfollowing them or defriending them, like that's jacked up, I think.
1: That's jacked up.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to drop the f bomb less, so excuse me for coming up with random words.
1: Mhm. I'm sorry, just, it was funny. So that, that that's the end of my little mini rant on that.
0: I can see where you're coming from. Thank you. I can see where you're coming from. I actually uh had my students their last essay was over social media it was this article about <clears throat> Facebook and Twitter and just social media in general and um does it have a neg they had to write an argumentative essay. Does it have a negative impact on people or a positive one, especially like teens or younger kids um, I think I, what I
1: just described is much worse among teens
0: oh yeah, and I had so many papers like it surprised me because I thought it would be. Like a good half and half or like a majority of them like talking about how awesome social media is because they're freaking constantly on their phones and whatever. But it surprised me because a majority of them like chose the side of it having a negative impact because of like bullying and because of the drama that it starts and because of exes getting mad. And it was just interesting to read some of those. So hopefully they're starting to understand that. Maybe it is good every now and then to take a little bit of a break from it. And um, I think especially, like, the cyberbullying thing is a a huge deal. And they're old enough to realize that. So yeah, I think it's good for people to take a break from it every now and then. I agree. And you're right. It does bring up really stupid shit, like drama that's unneeded. And personally, I just feel like if I want to be good friends with you in real life, we will text each other, we will call one another, we will know what is going on in each other's lives without random status updates.
1: Right. Because people were friends before Facebook. Right? Before Facebook was ever invented. I mean... I think so, at least. I mean, were people friends before that?
0: I'm old enough to... Vouch for that, and I can say that yes, people were friends (laughs) before Facebook. You're
1: not that much older than me.
0: I, I don't. I'm trying to think of when Facebook first started happening, and I was. Let's just not even go down that. Yeah, let's not. I'm not gonna (laughs) give away my age because I sound so young, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. you do.
0: Okay. Anywho. Um. Yeah, I'm done I'm done rambling. I think my throat is starting to hurt a little bit.
1: Maybe this is a good uh, place to wrap up.
0: A good place to wrap up. But we did miss you guys. We hope that you will listen and answer some of our questions. And although I am trying to give social media a little bit of a break, I will be updating Basement Banters, Twitter, every now and then.
1: And during the uh, the next few weeks, are going to be kind of hectic, like you said earlier, that we're approaching finals week.
0: Oh. <coughs> Dun, dun, dun. So
1: you may not hear from us for the next couple of weeks, but we're both going to have a lot of free time during Christmas break, which starts for me on the 21st. That's our last day.
0: Is that a Friday? That's
1: a Friday? That's when mine Christmas. starts too. Okay.: So for those next couple of weeks after that, expect to hear from us. So: we My days won't... are half
0: days. Haha. Huh? Ha. I have half days that week.
1: Half days?: Yeah. Be jelly.: I don't think I get half days. You don't. How do you know?
0: I don't know. I just well, felt I do- like. I don't, but <laughs> I, <just laughs> I was just wondering how you knew that. <laughs> I just felt like making fun of you because I have half days and you don't. Yeah. But hey, I gotta, Bear doesn't have to go to in-service days, and I do. So Sometimes I do. Every now and then.
1: But anyway, we will talk to you guys later on.
0: Stay sexy.
1: Even if it's only for $100.